0: My name is Noella Williams, and you are On Air with Noella. On Air with Noella is a bi-monthly conversational podcast that is an open space to discuss Black femininity, veganism, pop culture, sexuality, and more. So I was feeling hella formal in the last episode because, you know, it's a pilot. You want to give off a good first impression to listeners that don't actually know me in person, but today is a better example for me to be a lot more casual and conversational. You know, as casual as it can be whenever you're, you know, in your room, alone, in an apartment where you're alone talking to yourself, but casual. But I just wanted to give a special shout out to anyone that was listening to my podcast and the pilot episode. Thank you so much. You guys, so sweet that you took two minutes out of your 24 hour long day to listen to my podcast, but... I just wanted to give another special shout out to two of my closest friends that I could not have this podcast without shout out to Raylene solids. That is her Instagram name at Raylene R-A-Y-L-E-N-E S-O-L-I-S. She designed my cover art and it is absolutely beautiful as you all can tell. It literally is so visually radiant and bright, and the colors are just giving me very 90s vibes, and I really dig it. I can't stop looking at it, and my cover art would be so terrible if it weren't for her. Also, shout out to Dakota, another one of my closest friends that decided to help me out and produce beats that were the intro and outro, background music, whatever for this podcast. Um, you can find him on Instagram at P-R-O-D 850 F-I-F-T-Y. And yeah, thank you to my friends. Thank you to my audience. And I think we should go ahead and knock right into this episode. If you listen to the pilot, you already know what this episode is about. It is about music. I had to read you guys in somehow. So, you know, here we are. But after listening to about 46,000 minutes of music on Spotify, I think it's safe to say a little thing about music or two. I don't know how many of you agree with that, but I do love pushing my playlist onto people. I love attending concerts and music festivals. And I apparently discovered 323 new artists on Spotify this year. And Clara was top out of all of them. It's because I fell asleep one day and I'm pretty sure I listened to a This Is Claro playlist and suddenly streamed like two hours long of Claro. So shout out to Omar Apollo because he was probably my real top artist. You know her from Bring It On 3. You may know her from The Elevator. You may know her as Beyonce's sister. Maybe know her from The Proud Family's theme song, but I know her from A Seat at the Table and When I Get Home, and it is Solange. Bins was the song I don't want to argue with anyone, I believe minute-long songs are the best. Uh, SZA has proven that. Omar Apollo has proven that. Solange had to prove it on this album. And Bins was less than two minutes long. So we're going to start with my top 20 albums of the year with none other than When I Get Home. The energy that I received from this album is actually unreal. Binz put like a surge through my body, whether it's me dancing or just her talking about being on a yacht. And then when Solange had the nerve to go on Instagram and release those little footage clips that she's just been hiding in her phone, side note, how, what else is she hiding in there? What other beautiful footage of her dancing on a boat or dancing to Ariana Grande outside of a Jeep is hiding in her phone? Fine Line and Baba by Kate Trinata have to be literally the best way to end off a year. I don't know why those two decided to reduce, re- release such chaotic energy on the same day. I had the choice between listening to Fine Line, uh, Bubba, or the Free Nationals debut album, and somehow I did it all on one day after a whole Christmas party and before work at three o'clock that day. But can I just say, Fine Line is just very passionate. We all know Harry Styles was the best member of One Direction, and that's very obvious because... I mean, the evidence is there. We don't need receipts. But if you just listen to The Power of Sunflower, Volume 6, which Sunflower, as a song name, has a lot of standards. I mean, we got Sunflower by Post Malone, and I don't rep Post Malone a lot, but he did what he had to do on that song. And Sunflower by Rex Orange County. Beautiful, emotional, raw, amazing. And then we have Sunflower by Vampire Weekend. And Steve Lacey also did what he had to do on that song. But Sunflower Volume 6 by Harry Styles easily tops all of those. And it's just such a monumental feeling when I'm listening to this or Golden or Canyon Moon. Because he easily likes to take us from such a high dancing moment to I'm sad, someone broke my heart, and I'm Harry Styles. But Harry Styles obviously takes the cake for me of this year. That is one of my favorite albums that has came out. And it... I fully believe in putting work into something and letting it just take long, which is why we're still waiting on Rihanna. Next album that I truly digged this year was Igor. My adjective for it is dynamic because between Solange's vocals on I Think or I Don't Love You Anymore, wow, they... The thing about Tyler is I was listening to the Dissect podcast that he was being featured on and the way they were breaking down his past work and comparing it to oh my god what is the bumblebee album god what kind of fan am i scumfuck flower boy when they were comparing flower boy to his past work it's just amazing how he uses samples or different orchestra orchestra orchestral orchestral what is the word but it's just amazing how tyler creates sounds Is this how this podcast is going to go? Just me making up phrases. But Tally the creator's Igor was such a persona that he decided to take upon. And seeing that in person was just truly amazing. It had to honestly be one of my favorite performances of this year that I got to watch. Next album that I truly digged of this year was Ginger. Ginger was very chaotic, whether it was the boys' live performances but Brockhampton never ceases to impress me. I will say that I was not the biggest fan of Iridescence. I loved Honey, Verts, and New Orleans, and probably another song I can't think of, But it was not the best that they put out. But I can say they have a lot of chaotic energy, whether it's in person, on Twitter, just Kevin talking about being gay. But they've honestly been through it. Like They're literally the greatest boy bands in Sun Direction. No one could tell me otherwise. Bubba by Kay Trinata. Can we just talk about how this album is 100% going to be on Spotify wrapped of 2020 for me? Bubba is very groovy, it's very funky, it's very let's boogie, let's get on the dance floor. I just really want my 21st birthday to be me dancing to midsection, or to need it. I mean, if you listen to Bubba, listen. I mean, Kaytrenada had so many, so many beautiful collabs on this album that included Masego, Sir, Teacher Moses, Pharrell and so many other people. I mean, the song with Tanache, beautiful. Like, every song, just a work of art. I just would like to go to a dance club where Tor- Toro y and Kei Trinata were just playing, and I was in this, like, silky mid-dress, as my friend Emily said, and that's all I honestly want in life. But this album, I have a special place in my heart for Kei because he... Introduced me to a lot of artists like Anderson Pock and Sid and Vic Mensa on his previous album, 99.9%. So I was gonna stand Baba otherwise, but still, top 20. Han by Burhana. I was suggested to listen to Burhana's music whenever I was listening to a video produced by Nathan Zed, and he had the song Janet playing in it and I was like oh this song's kind of tropical it's kind of groupy, and I really liked it so I was like okay well guess I'll listen to this for Hana guy turns out amazing artist I had no idea he released an album this year until Nathan Zedd same person talked about it and I was like holy shit this album Wow. It's so futuristic. I mean, there's only so many albums I can sit through and actually like the interludes because when I just tell you like Rockhampton, I am so sorry, honey, but I skip those interludes every single time on the saturation albums. I, I just can't, (laughs) but this one was very entertaining. There was a total of five of them throughout the entire album. But I just want to say that I felt like I was in the set of Wally listening to Burhana, it's Han. It was absolutely a work of art. I don't know how many times I've said that about these albums, but Han was absolutely just. I just felt like I was in what, as little kids, we imagined 2020 would be like does that make sense? That probably makes no sense. But I felt you were very futuristic. It was just very out of this world. Shout out to Burhana for that album. Next one that felt very out of this world is Magdalene by FKA Twigs. She did take a long time due to health conditions, and she came out with Magdalene, which was absolutely beautiful. Cellophane was the first to drop from this album as a single, and let me just tell you, beautiful. I felt like my man was cheating on me while listening to Cellophane. Fallen Alien, I don't know what the hell is going on in that song, but I just... I vibe with it. That was such a millennial sentence, but Holy Terrain with future odd choice of collab, but I appreciate it because that song top tier people don't know the gays and the girls. They know FK's wigs. People don't yet. It's okay. I'm so happy. I got a chance to see her at Afropunk and she had the nerve to say she was sick and might not perform well. And then she stunted on all of us and she got on her pole. FK Twigs is literally otherworldly. I don't know a better way to talk about her. She is such a beautiful, like, angel fairy. I feel like, I feel threatened in her presence that I've, I i do not know, I just, she's just such a beautiful soul. I really hope she's at Coachella so I can see her next year. Speaking of someone who I really, really want to see live, Assume Form by James Blake. Can I just say, I don't know when I discovered this album of this year, but I streamed the Hell Out of um, the Mile High song with Travis Scott and I'm not a Travis Scott kind of girl, but he did what he had to do on that album. This album featured many collabs such as Andre 3000, Travis Scott, Moses Sumney, and Rosalia, and it took the cake for one of the most romantic albums of this year, besides Snow Allegra's, Ari Lennox's, just absolutely beautiful. British beauty, honestly, and I can't believe this album is really about Jamila Jamil, like two British icons, honestly, together. Love to see it. Next album I really dig this year was Willow by Willow. So, Female Energy Part 2. Can I just say that's the only word usage? I would love to hear the word female in if you're talking about this song. This song just hearing Willow scream and heavy metal just the the heavy metal origin 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 originated with this clip I saw of Jada Pinkett Smith. And I guess this like shows how young I am, but I had no idea she was in a band and a heavy metal band at that. And I was like, wow, Willow's genre in music makes so much sense now because female energy part two, time machine, pretty girls, and stuff from her former album, the, not the Ardipithecus, but the album that was out a year or two ago Makes 100% sense now after seeing that clip of Jada Pinkett Smith in his uh, metal band. But exceptional album overall. Another exceptional album of this year was Angel's Pulse by Blood Orange. I am so proud of everything Deb Hines does. I don't know if I just have some kind of tie with him. Maybe that's what happens when one tweet of mine is liked by him or, you know, an Instagram comment is favorited by him. Yes, I'm flexing right now. That's nothing to flex, honestly, at all. But Blood Orange, I just have a very special tie to that band and artist just because, like, I went to New Orleans after no one wanted to go with me to go see Blood Orange, and I went by myself, and it was a great solo trip. And then he released this album this year, like, Dark and Handsome, y'all... That's how I found out about Toro y Moi, and I love that he featured Justine Skye and Tanase on this album. They made it sound so much beautiful. Er, that's not a word I know. But also Joba's verse on "Take It Back." Can we? Can we? Can we have a minute in silence? We can't, but metaphorically, we want to have a minute in silence. Ari Lennox's "Shea Butter Baby." "Shea Butter Baby" was just such a soul, velvety, beautiful like to the ear album. I definitely remember hearing whipped cream last year and I was like, wow, okay, Ari Lennox, cool. Like not sure if I'll remember her name. I remember listening to Pho because I think it was about four songs long and it was really short. And I loved backseat and I was like wow, who is Ari Lennox? <laughs> And then she came out with Shape of Better Baby this year. And I'm really enjoying the song with her and J. Cole, obviously. The song with her and J.I.D. But BMO, definitely absolutely my favorite. Or BMO. I like saying BMO because it reminds me, you know, BMO from Adventure Time. But absolutely, like, best soul album besides Snow Allegra, who is actually next on this list. So, Snow, I discovered... I honestly don't remember. It was probably her main song with Vince Staples, but her previous album was actually so beautiful, and the cover art was even more beautiful. And so I was really excited for this album this year. Ugh, those feels again, which is such a drastic, dramatic, beautiful name. Um, Situationship is absolutely one of my favorite songs, and so is nothing to me. Her... beats. (laughs) I sound like the opposite of someone who knows about music right now. Another artist I got to see live this year, Omar Apollo, released an album called Friends. So on Friends, there was two tracks that I enjoyed the most called So Good and Kickback. If you know me, literally love Omar Apollo. Like he deserves everything I have and more. And he's just such a very friendly artist. I was lucky enough to meet him at his Atlanta show and really excited to see him at Coachella and anything else in the future because he is just such a very genuine artist and person and he's young. And I love supporting like people of color that are young and unproblematic and we love to see it. And so good at Kickback just gives such a groovy feeling and he's just, it's just a very charming Very charming album. One album that happened to put me to sleep (laughs) and not in a bad way this year was Claro's Immunity. So Sophia is absolutely one of my, like, bops right now. I can't stop playing it just because I love the repetitive verse that she (laughs) has in it, but um, also known as a chorus, but softly... Uh, Closer To You, Bags, Sophia, all wonderful songs, completely exquisite. Um, you see how I didn't use Beautiful there? Yeah, I wanted to. It's very soothing. I did turn on a This Is Clara playlist before I took a nap and I was knocked the hell out. So, one of the top artists of this decade and this year in general is absolutely Ariana Grande. Thank You, Next was definitely one of the best works of this year. It wasn't my personal favorite album, but she absolutely did what she had to do on this album. A lot of people can get annoyed with her. A lot of people blame her for everything surrounding Mac, but I 100% believe that she has been through a lot and it's a lot to just vocally put that out into the public where everyone has an eye on you and... Ariana Grande, I admire her for a lot of reasons, but this album is absolutely one of the best of 2019, and it absolutely deserves its way on this list. And in my head, when she said, look at you, boy, I invented you, the talent jumped out. Chasing Summer by Sir. Can I say, I don't know how I stumbled upon this album. I think it was the Pollen playlist, but I wish he released this before Coachella, because come on. I was listening to, um, (laughs) I forgot the name of his main two singles before this album came out, but they were so nice to hear at Coachella. And then he released this, and I'm going to guess like around August or September. Luckily, I got to hear it at Afrofunk, but the fact that You Can't Save Me, Mood, um, Hair Down, just exceptional singles... I really enjoy this album. I don't enjoy the fact that he has Sabrina Claudio on it because for very obvious reasons, I'm not a fan of her, but I do appreciate the rest of this album. So speaking of black excellence, my favorite ever, Anderson .Paak. He is such a commendable person for this year, whether it was chewing out Gold Link for talking smack about Mac Miller or whether it was on... Sage with Genome at Coachella, where I literally got to see him like booging in front of my eyes. That was great. But he released Ventura this year, which he got some older artists and some living icons to sing on this album, including Andre 3000, Brandy, and Smokey Robinson. Can I just say, Anderson Park has a lot of good work. This one is very adventurous hence um you know ventura very adventurous to me because he goes kind of out of his sound a lot because i like the fact that ventura sounds very different from malibu from 20 like 14 13 but i appreciate the separation of music genres because i love when artists go out of their genres or genre bend genre fluid It's just, it's great. I love to, I love to see it. I love to hear it. I love to watch it. I love to stream it. We love to see it. So something else I love to see that I got to see live this year happened to be Vampire Weekend. After taking a six long year hiatus... Vampire Weekend returned this year with Father of the Bride. So they randomly released, I believe it was Harmony Hall in 2021, Out of Nowhere, and those singles slapped. Of course, Harmony Hall is one of my favorites, as well as Sunflower with Steve Lacy. I really enjoy Vampire Weekend's new album. It is really long, which helps me get through a lot of car rides. I really appreciate the fact that Danielle Haim is on a lot of this album. It's very nice to see artists collab with each other through the main, through the majority of the album. Like I was listening to this other artist, Reggie Snow, and he has an artist, I believe it is Anna of the North that is on a majority of his album. And honestly, that's so cute. I love duo albums, but this one was definitely one of my favorites of this year, as well as Still Woozy's album, Or I guess it's an EP, if you want to call it that. Lately is a very kooky, (laughs) as I like to call it, a very funky album. It is such a cute little EP because Habit was definitely one of my favorite songs I discovered this year. Still Woozy is absolutely such a... Like, kooky is just such a fit word for Still Woozy because I have no other way to describe how quirky this album is. And it's just so... It's very fun. I feel like I should be driving in a meadow. Driving in a meadow. I feel like I should be walking in a meadow. Not driving in a meadow. That's not cute, kooky at all. We're um, like driving down like this beautiful like highway with a coastal view, just listening to Still Woozy because. I don't know. The universe just, it just feels like it's smiling when I listen to it. Although I will say the universe was not smiling down on me with So Uzi because I happened to not go to the Coachella or Lollapalooza performances because they were during other artists' sets that I wanted to go to. So not sure what's up with that. <laughs> I was not able to see So Uzi this year when I had the chance to, but The last and one of the best albums of this year, because y'all know I had to put my man on this podcast episode, but Steve Lacey's Apollo 21, can I just, I'm sorry. Whenever I listen to this album, just like Harry Styles, I might start to tear up because I just sit there and I just think, and I'm like, wow, this is such a, I just feel like they dedicated so much to this album and they're both so funky. And the emotion that Steve Lacey puts on like songs like In Lust We Trust or Inside, it's just, I'm going to say it again, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful, y'all. Like Playground, it just makes me feel like in the 70s minus like the racism and like with the cool hair, like the bomb ass afro, it's like Steve Lacey's. Playground, Basement Jack is one of those nice-ass, like, less-than-two-minute songs that deserved more, and I don't know. I just feel like I had to end it with Steve Lacey's album because it's still so underrated. I'm okay with it being a little underrated because I can just hold on to the love that I have for him and the short, cheap concert tickets that I have for him because it's he's still very close to my heart but I do have some honorable mentions. I have four, I have, I have three honorable mentions that kind of deserve to go on this list, but I wanted to kind of keep it short, short meaning, you know, somehow still ended up with a 40 minute podcast episode, but Norman fucking Rockwell by Lana Del Rey, Pony by Rex Orange County and Sheep Queen by King Princess. All of these albums were made by white icons that I truly do stand. Lana Del Rey's work was... This album was not my favorite because, you know, I'm a born-to-die girl or ultra-violence girl, like, and nothing will change that. No album will ever change that. But Norman fucking Rockwell was a masterpiece. Due in time, we have to stand. Pony... Beautiful album. I am so thankful for Rex for releasing good music that came literally from his heart. Like, y'all, Rex's Instagram post about this album the day it released was, it actually made me cry that morning because that's just, I just love seeing people put such dedicated work into the things that they put out for their fans and the content that they show because people nowadays just put out anything. And as Beyonce said it, she said it best. I don't remember what exactly she said, but she (laughs) said, She said something along the lines of people put out anything nowadays. And people really do, but Rex is not one of those people. That was terrible grammar. I'm sorry. But Pony, beautiful. It gets better. Mm, We have to stand. But (laughs) Cheap Queen by King Princess. Also, very thankful to have started listening to her this year. I still regret to this day getting to... um, intoxicated, (laughs) underage intoxicated at Coachella to make it to her performance. And I kind of did skip her to see Casey Musgrave. Still don't regret that. But like King Princess's performance that I saw at Lollapalooza, which featured this big ass, like cool looking couch, 10 out of 10. I really appreciate like her song, um, (laughs) take it back, hit the (laughs) back. I really appreciate King Princess's Hit the Back because it is just such a feel-good song and it's definitely on my funky groovy less dance playlist because I feel very at peace. I feel like at like the peak of my existence when I listen to that song and along with several other songs. But yeah, I feel like it's a great way to end this album. I was gonna throw on Diaspora on here, but it's crazy how people like Oling just like ruin things for themselves when they talk smack about Mac Miller. But I'm very surprised some of you that are listening got to the end of this podcast episode. I feel like I was talking for forever. I want to thank everyone for listening to me talking about music because I don't know if anyone ever actually listens to the music that I share on Spotify. And thank you guys so much for listening and for replying on Instagram polls, for asking me like when I'm dropping this podcast. I'm actually hella nervous because if you can't tell, I have been struggling to get my words out this whole episode. But overall, I don't care about if my words aren't getting out at the end because I am totally appreciating all constructive criticism. I am trying my best to write scripts so I can have less little struggling moments like earlier but overall, I appreciate everyone for listening. If you guys have any podcast suggestions for future episodes or anything, please follow me on on air with Noella on Instagram or my regular personal accounts. And please let me know. I would, I would love to hear any kind of feedback or suggestions, but as for now, I will catch you all in the next episode. My name is Noella Williams and you have been on air with Noella.